Hey there, guys. And I just am going to warn you that this episode is a fucking mess. Like, it just, there's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, God, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot. Uh, but I hope you all enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I am joined by Jay. Hi. So, yeah, this week's episode is on the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, what a masterpiece. <laughs> Do you know why we're doing the Lego Batman movie? No, why are we doing the Lego Batman movie? Because... Is, is a sequel coming out? No, there, there was a sequel planned... But it has been cancelled and is not happening anymore. So why are we doing the Lego Batman movie? Because there's another DC animated film coming out called DC League of Super Pets. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, Yeah, so this is the best thing I could find that is (laughs) close enough. Um, I mean, it's a good movie. mm, So had you seen this movie before? Yeah, I, I watched it today for the second time. Okay. I watched it, yeah, last night for the second time as well for the purpose of this. And I assume you've seen the Lego movie. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, this is sort of, I guess, the spiritual sequel to that. But it's not the same. So, yeah... Um, I mean, they, show, they show footage from the from the Lego movie in this movie. Yeah, and it's got some of the same voice actors from the Lego movie. And they they talk about being a master builder. Yes, so it is a, it is in the same universe. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, this is a Batman film, but it's Lego. And then in the Lego movie two, in the Lego movie two, they reference this movie. I haven't seen the Lego movie two. Fucker. <laughs> I heard it wasn't as good, so I haven't seen it yet. I like the Lego movie too. More than the first one? I don't know. You don't remember, that's like you don't remember movies. Uh, yeah, so I guess, do you just want to jump right in and just sort of go through the film as we, as we often do? Yeah. So, yeah, this Batman, this opening sort of narration, because it's what Batman does, he narrates a lot, uh... And then, yeah, he's voiced by Will Arnett, who voiced them in uh, the Lego movie. Uh, how do you, what do you think of Will Arnett as Batman in this? He was in Bojack Horseman. Yes. This is a show I haven't seen. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's Bojack in Bojack Horseman. What did you think I've heard of... a lot of good things about this show. What did you think of Will Arnett's voice acting as Batman in this? Yeah. It was good voice acting. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a very large voice cast. Lots of lots of famous people. Uh, Michael Sarah, our favorite. We love the man. Um, is he is he Robin? Yeah, he's Robin in this one. Alright. Uh, Zach Galifianakis, the Between Two Ferns guy, and the Hangover guy as the Joker. He's the Joker. Yeah. yeah. He's he's not like amazing in this. If I'm being completely honest. But he's, he's fine. This film, there's, yeah, there's, uh, who else have we got? Rosario Dawson in this film. She was, she's in. Uh, did you see The Mandalorian? I saw The Mandalorian. She was Ahsoka in Mandalorian. 
Is that the is that the, the orange, white lady? The orange lady with the two lightsabers, like the clean the, lightsabers. The the lady who in the Clone Wars TV show is trained by Anakin. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's lots of other people who aren't in it too much. You've got like Jenny Slate as Harley Quinn, Ray Fiennes as Alfred. I, I didn't. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't like Harley Quinn's voice acting in the movie. I thought it wasn't very Harley like. No, I didn't particularly care for it. Either. Too far, I'm not a big fan of her like the Harley Quinn character in general. If I'm being completely honest, like. Really? She's like a not like, even in the live action. She was better in the Suicide Squad, but she wasn't. Suicide Squad or Suicide Squad? Which one? The 2021 one, the James Gunn one, the one you the one you saw and really liked. Yeah, I like I like the one where she escapes and it's got all this animated like flowers and stuff. Yeah, that's a really cool that, scene. That's the that's the recent Suicide Squad. Yeah, that was a really cool scene. Yeah, and I also really, really liked the Harley Quinn animated TV series. I have no clue what that is. It's a it Harley... In... Have, you watched... have you watched Injustice, the movie that just came out? I don't know if it just came out. I just saw no, it I haven't watched Harley it. Quinn's in there. I'm aware of it. I've you played the it's game. Good. I think we're... we've already had this conversation. We definitely have. Uh, oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, there's lots of famous people. Conan O'Brien is in it. So this movie, it's, yeah, it's Batman versus the Joker. And it's effectively a love story, but instead of using the word love, they use the words hate. Because uh, Joker wants Batman to hate him and consider him to be his greatest enemy, which, you know, Batman doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty, very done before plot. Yeah, that that's um, sort of like as much as I like the film, it's pretty basic. And like yeah. I've kind of seen it before and it's not really breaking new ground with animation because like I've seen the Lego movie and it's like the same thing here. Yeah. And then as well like the story. It's still really good animation. Yeah, no, it looks really good. It looks great and everything. It's just, like, I have seen it before, and... I mean, yeah. it's different, the though. The Lego movie broke the ground, and, yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah, I think that, like... Yeah. Like, this is an enjoyable film, but it's not, like, an amazing film. Like, it's not, like... <clears throat> it's not something that's going to be held up as, like, one of the best animated films ever. You know, it's not going to be anything like that. It's just a very enjoyable... No. ...film... But yeah, so they, so yeah, we've got Batman and he's basically just the best at everything in this movie. Like he fights like every major Batman villain at once, you know, like towards, and like, I, I, I I was thinking about this as I was watching this, that this is kind of like what Spider-Verse was to but for Batman, in that it's a celebration of the Batman character in a way, in the way that Spider Verse was a celebration of Spider Man as a character, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like a lot of movies are doing that kind of thing where they're like celebrating their whole thing. That's what that's what No Way Home was, really. Yes, that's it. Yeah, exactly. No Way Home was. Oh, uh... I finally watched. Did you see that? I finally watched No Way Home. Yeah, 
You gave it a 10 out of 10? I bought it. Five star. I, I bought it on Amazon Prime. But yeah, I mean, No Way Home is the is a live-action celebration of Spider-Man. And, you know, this Lego Batman movie is an animated celebration of that. Because I feel like you can't really do a live-action equivalent to this, because Batman... Because the way Batman is now, they can't really do something fun. It has to be dark and depressing and sad. Like the recent Batman film with Robert Pattinson was. I didn't see that. Okay. But it's... And whereas this film... Like a Batman movie is only like an hour forty minutes, which I think is pretty good. I think most animated films are around this length, and it's good because I feel like a lot of them don't have enough plot to sustain at like two and two hours. You know, like I watched Spirited Away recently, and that film is goes on forever. It goes on. It's only two hours, but it's it felt like an eternity. I just couldn't stand watching it. Didn't care for it at all. Alright, you, you suck, that's right, I forgot. But yeah, so... I forgot you were going to get Button Alley somewhere because of your opinions on Spirit of Away. Yeah, I don't like it. I stand by that. But this film is good. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so there's this sort of this confrontation where Batman defeats all these villains and he's got to, you know, deal with this bomb... And Joker's like, oh, you've got to decide between, you know, capturing your greatest enemy or defusing the spine of Batman. Just like, nah, I'm, I'm good. You're not my greatest enemy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go de- de- defuse the bomb. And, and Joker's, uh, he's, he's real upset by that. He's really upset. His feelings are hurt. Those big cry eyes and. Yeah, I don't really like that. I think it looks weird. What? That's the best part of the movie. When his eyes just like are just like grow, just like his eyes may, are just yeah. becoming weird shapes. Yeah, he's sad. He's like, sad. <laughs> that was a very accurate imitation of what happened. <laughs> but and then I I really like the scene sort of afterwards where he goes back to the Batcave. And he's just in Wayne Manor, just all alone. I think that's really nice. I think it's a really nice, um, sort of indication of his character and sort of showing his emotional detachment from people, you know? Yeah, he's a little poor alone boy. Yeah, I think that's a really nice bit, actually. And then it's, 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 I mean, it's very basic, though. Like, a character being alone and sad and learning to love others. It's like, I mean, yeah, I've seen that before. Like, I don't think, but also this is a kid's film. So can you really like be too harsh with it? If it's a kid's film, you know what I'm saying? Like, but there's like, some kids film with real, um, like depth. Well, hmm. this film has, or that is true. Like some kids films very much, you know, like, Pixar, for example, is pretty great most of the time at doing big emotional moments and stuff and having really strong emotional messages that can resonate with kids and adults, you know. I think that's a thing Pixar is pretty great at. It's, uh, where, and this film is just sort of like, let's just do something that's probably been seen before, you know, but, you know, it's not like, it's not terrible. Still, 
still it's still fine like it's not it's not bad is what i'm saying i just don't it's just kind of like i've seen it before yeah i like the scene where he's watching that movie then he laughs at the movie yeah at the emotional scene yeah what's that movie called um jerry Maguire with uh tom cruise everyone's favorite yeah and then he looks around favorite scientologist yeah but yeah so after batman is you know laughing at jerry Maguire, he uh goes to sort of this winter gala uh and sort of he goes and there's commissioner gordon who he finds to be really attractive which i think is weird setup because they set up as like a love thing between them and then in the end he's like we're platonic friends Mm. well i think he was just saying that because yeah, but they didn't have any conclusion to them at the end at, at, at the end of the movie at all they didn't have any what sorry have any they didn't have any conclusion to that even at the end of the movie I mean, I guess the conclusion is that they're friends and he doesn't want to do it. Well, but then I guess it is kind of set up like he's saying that even though he kind of still does like her, I guess. So maybe that doesn't... Yeah. Uh... And it's weird, though, because in like typically in the comics, she's younger than him. By... Yeah. And she also, has... Also, she in a wheelchair? Um, in some versions of the comics, she gets shot by the Joker. I only really remember her, like, in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. Like a... Yeah, well, that's what happens. Uh, she gets shot by the Joker in one of the comics, and then she is confined to a wheelchair f- for a while, and so she be- and so then she becomes Oracle and, communi- and basically helps Batman via, you know, talking to, like, an earpiece to him. And helps him with stuff is basically what she does. But that is, like, in some iterations... Like, that's what most iterations of her character are. Well, not most iterations, but some... relationship thing with Nightwing. Yeah. Or, well, Robin, yeah, Dick Grayson, who is in this film. But I guess she's also younger. She's, like, around his age... Whereas this, she is portrayed to be older because Robin is a orphan, as we find, which is pretty consistent with the comics for him being an orphan. Well, yeah, they're at this gala and we're introduced to to Barbara Gordon. She is still Commissioner Gordon's uh, daughter, which is consistent with the the comics. And yeah, she's there. We also meet... Well, we see a scene before where Dick Grayson is at the uh, orphanage, and and they meet Batman, and he wants to, you know, meet Batman, because he's such a fanboy of him. And then, yeah, he... And then he's talking to Bruce Wayne, and he gets adopted without Bruce even knowing it, which is, again, sort of classic comedy. How's, that, how's the process of that even work? <laughs> like, he just says, yes, I'll adopt you, and then, like, that's that's the full legal process. Yeah, he doesn't need to sign any paperwork. Literally, he could just walk up to a kid and be like, I'm adopting you, and boom, they're his kid now. They don't even have to be orphans. He can just say that, and he'll get a kid. (laughs) Which is quite quite disturbing, actually, if you really think about it. If you really think about this, 
Batman and Robin have a weird relationship because he adopts this kid and then eventually this kid becomes a superhero because of him, effectively. Which we can agree, or at least I can agree with people that uh, it's it's a strange relationship. Oh, I don't know. Well, they, 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 they do reconcile in the end, though, and they become a, a real... Yeah, they become a... They do... He, son. Yeah. In that, well, yeah, Batman accepts him as his son, as opposed to Robin just calling him Padre throughout the entire film. And then, yeah, they have... Then they're at this gala, and Barbara's talking about getting rid of Batman, because they don't need him, because he's the problem, which is a very common discussion in comics and other forms of Batman media, because they're like... Yeah, we don't... Very recently... It's the superheroes are the problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a very common uh, superhero thing. That's like what Captain America's Civil War was about. Uh, yeah. And, Batman. Yeah, and, you know, and yeah, Batman v Superman was kind of that as well. Uh, yeah, it's a very common... I mean, how you could argue that's what The Boys is kind of saying, that, like, hey, superheroes, like, that's like what a lot of the characters in the, in the boys are trying to do it, trying to take down the soups and, and Vought and Seven, the Seven rather, because they're the superheroes and that's bad. But yeah, this, um, and, and Bruce Wayne, you know, he's, he's making, he's, he's, he's being, uh, very subtle about his, his secret identity. He's just saying, oh, I don't know, Batman's pretty cool, you know? I don't think, uh, I don't think he's that bad, you know? Uh, and then, yeah, they, they're the, the Winter Gala is crashed by the Joker and co. Uh, and then Joker just gives himself up. It's definitely not suspicious at all. Absolutely. Definitely not. And then, yeah, Batman, uh, is, uh, well, yeah, all the villains are, they give themselves up, except for Harley Quinn, who disappears, but they don't notice that, because she's sneaky. And gets away in all the chaos. Batman is spying on him, which is very weird. Yeah, it's, um... I, uh... Is there anything that you, like, really liked about this movie? Because, I mean, going through the plot is just a bit boring at times. Is there anything that, like, you really liked about the movie? Uh, I, I love the animation. We already talked about the animation. Yeah, the animation um, is excellent. Really breaking ground, but... I like the, like, the darker... Because the Lego is very light. You know, like the colors and everything. I like the darker tones of. Yeah, they they're very much. Um, yeah, like because it it's a lot of yeah it's a lot of stuff at during the day and like the final battles during the day and there's lots of, yeah because they go to like Cloud Cuckoo Land where the Unikitty is and, and all that kind of stuff that they, they it's it's a very colorful movie and this yeah has, this is more dark and gritty and yeah like it's it's got elements of color but it embraces the darkness of batman as well it's not just like you know like because certain because i think a problem with a lot of batman stuff is they go too far they try to make it too serious even though batman as a concept is ludicrous and kind of dumb i mean a guy who dresses up as a bat you know like they don't embrace how occasionally stupid it is whereas this film they just throw out like every minor batman villain they can like yeah. condiment king and kite man who is also in the harley quinn animated show and like is the best part of that show um you know there's like um 
you know, there's like Pencil Man or whatever he is, the pencil person. Like, there's, there's all these... Uh, uh, the Eraser, I believe. The Eraser, was. yeah, you know. Yeah, there's Clock King, you know, like all these sort of D-list... The Polka Dot guy. Polka Dot Man, yes. Who was in The Suicide Squad and was one of the best parts of that film. But yeah, I, I, I just think that this film, yeah, really embraces Batman as a character and the just insanity that like his comics have left and and like it is like yeah a full celebration of his of the batman character you know there's like the 80s like there's like the michael keaton version of batman suits there's like the 60s adam west one there's the ones that had the nipples on them which is the weirdest ones (laughs) which i liked i liked that uh you know like it it really embraces you you like the nipple ones yeah (laughs) Shut up. But yeah, and Batman, he doesn't believe that uh, the Joker is, uh, you know, he's he's worried and gets the Phantom Zone projector. Well, he goes to get the Phantom... Pro- fuck. Phantom Zone projector with Robin, who, you know, they tags along with his costume, which I hate. Because I hate that version of Robin where he's just got like the trunks and the, he's got he's basically just wearing his underwear and boots. It, I don't like it. I think it looks weird. Don't you think that that Robin looks weird like that? Um, yeah, a bit. Especially when it's supposed to be like a child in this version. <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest thing. It, that it's a so young. Disaster. Yeah, that's like a tw- yeah. that's like a young boy. Well, actually, how old is Robin to be in this? I don't know. He's an orphan. But I don't know, like, how old he's meant to be in it. Well, to be an orphan, you definitely have to be under 18. Yeah, so, so he's... Yeah. He's definitely not of legal age, if if we were go. Yeah, it's, uh... It's, uh... It's, it's weird. I don't like it. I, I think that's... Yeah, it's... Strange. But yeah, Michael Sarah is, uh... It's it's kind of, honestly the thing is with the voice acting like I know who the voices are because I know who's in the film but they kind of don't really like I think Robin somewhat sounds like Michael Sarah but he's not like oh yeah I didn't even realize it was Michael Sarah until you said he was yeah and you love Michael Sarah he's he's one yeah. of your favorites Scott Pilgrim yeah, yeah you love you love yeah. him super bad uh, nothing else. Yeah, super bad and uh uh and yeah. Also arrested development where he's interested in his cousin. That's uh Oh yeah. I've really watched like a few episodes of that though. You should watch at least up uh, you should at least watch the first three seasons because that's the really good stuff. But yeah, and they and then they see the Justice League and they're, you know, having a raging party without Batman. Which honestly is fair yeah. enough, though. Batman would ruin any party. I've, he would probably be like... Well, just so very clear he wants to be alone, and so I guess they just wouldn't invite him, because... Yeah, he... Uh, yeah, he people. gives off the impression that he uh, that he wants to be alone. And so then... And then he gets upset when people don't invite him to things. Even though he gives the impression that he wants to be alone, you know? Well, yeah, so they go to... Uh, the, um, the fucking, what is it called again? Fortress of Solitude. That's what it's called. I forgot. That's what Superman's yeah. home thing is called. Um, and yeah, they get the Phantom Zone project. Well, 
yeah, they they go in and and yeah, they no they do they break in no they break into Arkham Asylum after they've got in the Phantom Zone projector. No, they don't break into uh, they they just walk up and then Barbara catches them and lets them in. No, she doesn't, doesn't she? No, no, she doesn't, doesn't. The, yeah, because they... she's like, oh, if you decide to work with me now, and he and Batman's is like, oh yeah, sure, and they they take him to security, and then in security. They detect the fan zone projector on um, what's his name? Joker. Robin. Robin. Yeah. Robin had the fan zone like, projector. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And then they beat the and shit then, out of all the security guards. Yeah. And then they wait. So when? So is it, so is it in the Fortress of Solitude where there's the scene with Robin and he's like jumping over things and he's avoiding the lasers and. Yeah, because the plan was that Batman would distract Superman, and then Robin would sneak in through like the little like gap in the thing that Batman couldn't fit into. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, they are yeah they go to the Phantoms, they go to Arkham, and they send Joker to the Phantom Zone, which was his plan all along. And then we just see all these just iconic villains, not just Batman villains, yeah. just villains. We've got the following characters that I've they're all I've got them listed here. In that, oh, I found the list. Yeah. You're not gonna remember them. I can remember most. I'll see how many I can remember off the top of my head. Sauron, King okay. Kong, the Flying Monkeys, the Flying Monkeys, the Wicked Witch, the Daleks, the Daleks, Voldemort, the agents from the Matrix, uh, the Vampire Man. What's his name? Dracula. Dracula. The shark from Jaws. A, a giant sea something that shoots balls of blueness at things oh that's definitely not godzilla is is the name of the character okay yeah yeah well because it's got four arms so it's not godzilla godzilla has two but yeah um who else is there medusa of course i forgot it medusa who turns the um uh yeah the there's various swamp creatures there's lots of skeletons shark from jaws i think i mentioned that one before i think that's all of them anyway yeah they so yeah joker he's uh He's talking with all the villains. Oh, there's also dinosaurs as well. I, I just remember there's dinosaurs. Oh, the raptors he... from the raptors from whatever Jurassic Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. And then yeah. So they then uh, Batman and Robin are locked up because Barbara's like, oh, that was a bad one. Uh, screw you guys. You know. And then I was watching this on um. <laughs> With subtitles, right? Because I'm one of those people who watches everything with subtitles. Because I am. And <laughs> the subtitle said, Dick Sniffling? And I forgot... That <laughs> I forgot Robin's name was Dick. So for a... <laughs> so for a brief second, I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> the fuck? Well, that's a good. That's actually a really good joke in the movie where, um, <laughs> Batman asks what Robin's name is, and he's like, "Oh, it's Richard," but the other, but the other kids call me Dick, <laughs> and then Robin's like, "Oh yeah, children can be mean." That's one of those classic jokes that kids don't get, but adults get and think us are funny as hell. But yeah, it said that, and I was dick sniffling, and I was like, "What the." F- and then I immediately was like, oh, that's Robin's real name. Whoops. It's like, I'm a terrible person and I'm going to hell. 
Um, if it existed, whoa, controversial. So Harley gets the the Phantom Zone projector and then just brings everybody back, and and it's all and it's all gone to shit. They're just they're just they're just wrecking the town, you know, as as they do, because uh, that's what happens. Um, and this is where like I feel the animation really gets to shine, because it's a lot of stuff going on, and the animation is really uh. Yeah, it just shows a lot about that. It shows a lot of really unique stuff, you know, and uh, what they're doing with the animation. And the lighting's really cool. Mm, indeed. And, uh, yeah, they, they are set free by Barbara. And so it's their, yeah, Batman, Robin, Alfred, and Barbara. And they're like, and they're like, what if we got like a, what, like, what if we got these super villains here in Arkham? to fight these guys and then and then Batman's like getting supervillains to fight supervillains. That's a dumb idea. Not not too subtle chat, but Suicide Squad <laughs> funny. <laughs> they they all team up and then they so then I'm just yeah, so after that they all, you know, they head to Wayne... Well, yeah, they head to Wayne Manor after um, Joker, he heads there. And then they're like, oh, heck, Batman is Bruce Wayne's roommate. Uh, funny. I like how everyone's super dumb in the movie and no one can piece it together. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the joke, is that they can't piece together the obvious connection between Batman and Bruce Wayne. And then, yeah, he... And so then they get this. Well, also when they leave Arkham, Robin just rips his his jail suit off, and he's got the costume underneath. It's, which is a, also I like how Batman keeps wearing the mask even when he's got in like his prison, like, outfit. Yeah, it's Fortnite epic. Uh, and yeah, but they you know do they get there and they take like a a a, a based an epic selfie. Well, Robin takes an epic selfie, and then Batman's like, "Oh heck, that's nice and all, but um, also fuck you guys, go home, <laughs> leave." Uh, for reasonable reasons, though, he's worried about them getting hurt, and he doesn't want that to happen and have to deal with the consequences of getting people he cares about hurt. But they they still get upsetty spaghetti about it. Yeah, they do this in Batman. He goes to uh, Wayne Manor and he goes to the Batcave and he's got that. I I I'm a big fan of that thing where they've got that like glass room with like the mirrors and all that. And then they see someone and they're like, "Oh, it's a mirror!" And they punch it and it's is not there. And then they, you know, like I I'm a big fan of that kind of thing. But Bat yeah, Batman he faces he, he goes against Joker and then he's uh, yeeted to the Phantom Zone and he's like. Well, I guess I'm stuck here, you know. Yes. And uh, and then uh, what's uh, nuts? The 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 woman who runs the the Phantom Zone is like, oh look, we got a bad guy. Oh, the Lego brick. Yes, the Lego brick. And it's like, oh, we've got a a bad guy. And then she's like, oh, it's you're not the you're not the same kind of bad guy. You're just you know. The word conventional. Yeah, he's not a conventional bad guy. He, you know... But he did abandon his friends. Yeah, his, 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 his friends, and uh, it's... um, And that's why he's a bad guy, because he abandoned his friends. And then he's like... I, and, and I like that he's willing to accept that, like, yeah, 
I kind of suck. Uh, just let me capture all the villains, and I'll send them back, and then I'll come back here too. Like, it's effectively a self-sacrifice. Uh, even though we know, well... I mean, it depends on who you ask, of course, but I, I don't... I kind of am annoyed when films in that have self-sacrifices, because it's kind of like, well... Like, I don't know, like, it takes a bit for me to be... to care. Yeah, anyway, yeah, Batman, he realises, oh, I'm not the best person ever, I need to change. Or Eddie's rather like, listen, just send me down, I'll capture these villains, I'll bring them back, and then um, I'll come back here. Uh, and then, yeah, he apologizes, he, he sent back, you know, apologizes to his friends, and then, um, mm. they, they team up, uh, to defeat the, uh, the Joker. And then, yeah. yeah, they, they, they fight all these villains, and then they just, they just, they just throw around the Phantom Zone projector like it's nothing, and so then they're all sent back, all these villains, you know. Uh, also, and... also, you can refer to him as Fortnite Joker, because Joker was in Fortnite. Um, <laughs> but yeah. the first time I watched it, I really thought they would involve Superman at all. Like, you'd ever notice that his fucking super important thing went missing. So, wait, you thought and he like, was going to be involved, like Superman would just come in? I thought he, I thought he would realize for a second that his... Phantom Zone projector's gone. At all. But no. Yeah, that, that is interesting. Well, I guess because if Superman was involved, the movie would be over like that, you know? Yeah, and also it's a Batman movie. Don't over... over. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they, the, all the other Batman villains, they help. Because uh, they were, you know... Joker was, like, neglected then and left them, you know? And uh, But then they all uh, team up, and they all take them down except for the Joker... Because they're like, oh yeah, we should probably go defuse that bomb, and then it goes. Don't actually like that. He's like, okay, trying to go defuse, and then it just explodes. Yeah, you, you, I, I do like, I kind of like that too. How they, how they're like, oh, the bomb went off. I do think that's a nice touch. Because usually it'd just be like, oh no, we've defeated the villains, but we've got like only thirty seconds to defuse the bomb, and then it comes down to like the last second, and then they cut the wire, you know. But this is just like, no, it goes off. And then it splits in half. <laughs> and so then they start stacking upon each other's heads and reaching across to, to grab each other across the aisle. It's, uh... <laughs> because, you know, that, uh... I was gonna complain about the realism, but this is a fucking Lego Batman movie, so maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. And they kind of even reinforce that with, like, the, the fact that it all goes clicked together at the end. Yeah. And it makes sense, though. It, 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 like, because, again, this is something you can only do with a Lego movie. Uh, and a Lego Batman movie as well. You know, you can't do this with, like... You can't do it in live action, because that's just weird, you know? Like... But, it, you know, you can do it with an animated film, and it works, and it makes sense, and it, you know... And then it's the nice sort of, um ending of Joker and Batman, you know, coming together, and, uh, Batman being like, hey, uh, I really hate you, and Joker's just like, oh, you hate me, I, I hate you too, and then they, you know, they do the old classic, oh, it's, I, I hate when, I hate in movies when characters are like, oh, I love you, it's like, no, I love you more, and I'm just like, shut the fuck up, I don't care, I just find love stories to be incredibly boring, and bland. 
<laughs> no. I guarantee, even if I was in a relationship, I'd still think they're dumb. And then, yeah, Batman and Joker, I guess they reconcile. <laughs> I guess that's the way to put it, even though they're not technically reconciling. Um, and then Batman sort of goes to be like, yeah, this is my fate. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm gonna go back to the Phantom Zone. And they're just like, psych, you ain't going back, bitch. You did a good thing here. And now, you, you ain't, you ain't, you can, you can stay here. You can, uh, you can, you know, continue to be on the, on the planet Earth. You know, you can stay with these people, you know, you, you, and then, um, yeah, and then, and yeah, he, yeah, Batman has changed and he, and he saved people and then they got a family. They've all got their own signal, bat signals, which we saw earlier on before. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, they, I, don't, they, I don't know how you got color onto the sky, but yeah, that, uh, it's a, it's a Lego movie. It's, uh, it doesn't matter. The realism is irrelevant. And then, yeah, they, they let the villains go because they're like, oh, they'll need, they'll, we'll give them a 30 second head start because, you know, they can't hang with. I the, think they said 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. They, they're like, uh, yeah, 30 minute head start or whatever. Cause they're like, they can't, you know, hang with, uh, with this new bat family. And then they've got an epic song to round out the movie. And then, uh, and then that's the end. And, uh, now we're not getting this. And we're not getting a, another Lego Batman movie. Unfortunately. Why not? Uh, basically the, so a sequel was announced. So here's actually cancelled sequel. So the, a, a sequel was planned to be released in 2022 this year. Um, the, Rights for DC Comics are owned by Warner Brothers, but Universal Pictures acquired the rights to the Lego Movie franchise in 2020. And since this is in that same universe, they own the rights effectively. And it was revealed by the director that it was being written by Michael Wardron. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, well, he was an assistant writer on Community. He worked on Rick and Morty. He wrote for Loki, which is a show I know you're a big fan of. He was one of the writers on the Loki yeah. TV series. I just started rewatching it. I just started re- rewatching it because it's very good. Yeah, and he also wrote for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and um, the other writer was Dan Harmon of Community and Rick and Morty. Epic. Which, which would have been very epic because Dan Harmon is a great writer and would have made that film fucking excellent because he's great. And apparently it would have focused on Batman's relationship with the Justice League, particularly Superman, and the main villains would have been Lex Luthor and the OMAC, which is called uh, Omni-Mind and Community, or originally it was called the Observational Metahuman Activity Construct, (laughs) and it was tentatively titled Lego Super Friends, which is like Justice League, basically. Uh, and yeah, um, that's pretty much it. And any sort of final things you want to say about the movie before we give our ratings? Good movie, great visuals, okay story, mm. done before a million times. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it out of ten? Um, I don't know, seven? Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much going to echo those sentiments. It's a really enjoyable, fun film. I'd be happy to rewatch it pretty much any time. 
Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very basic. I've seen a lot of the stuff in it before. But, you know, it is an enjoyable film, and I give it a 7 out of 10. So thank you all for joining me for this week's episode. This might be the biggest clusterfuck of an episode to date. Check out the other episodes that I've done with Jay. Superbad, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and 8 Mile, all of which are far better episodes. So if this is your first episode, I apologize. Uh, any things you want to say before I end this? Epic. And, yeah, so uh, thank you all for listening to this one. Uh, check out all the previous episodes I've done. And I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.